0: give me an example of like something you had to drastically change about yourself to become a wife
1: this tongue of mine Mm. um communication is actually the number one reason why couples break up why they divorce it's not infidelity it's not finances if you go back to the core root 60 percent is the lack of effective communication
2: david chance presents to you the morning meetup resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to the morningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today the morningmeetup.com
0: and three two one
2: you're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand.
0: Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast where we find people who have built stuff who are proficient in their craft. And I think this is kind of, this is like a special episode. Yeah. Okay? Uh-huh. A, we're going to teach you today how to be the person that can build a successful life.
1: Which is good A beautiful
0: oh. relationship A
1: beautiful relationship
0: and, Absolutely. But but we gotta, we gotta go through a few Because there are layers to this LB thing Of course, thing. You of know course. What I'm So go ahead and introduce yourself And then we're gonna jump straight into it
1: Yeah well I am LB, the wife coach On Instagram I created the only online masterclass That's changing married women mm. Talking about levels Into happy, successful, and irresistible wives um, I'm a firm believer that all married women aren't wives I like to say that
0: twice One more time, just ring.
1: All married women aren't wives. So, my whole goal as a wife coach is to help women to know the difference so they can be the difference because you'll see the
0: difference in your relationship.
1: I mean, it's it's a huge difference between a happy relationship and an unhappy
0: one. Don't you agree? All right, absolutely. So, tell me the difference between a married woman and a wife. What qualifies a married woman to be a wife?
1: I love that. So, everybody gets married. Mm -hmm. You know, that's normally the next step in your relationship, right? But when it comes to being a wife, that's an assignment. Like I tell my wives to do your work because being a wife is an assignment. The good word says a man that finds a... Wife? Not a girlfriend, not a married woman. Not a boo thing Not a side chick right? right Finds a good thing And so I teach women How to tap into that Power of influence I mean a wife Just shows up differently How she talks to her man You know a married woman Might be real sarcastic I call her Mrs. Sarcastic mm. She might be real Mrs. Know-it-all You mm. know But as a wife I teach them How to communicate Their feelings Without being all up In their feelings How mm. to you know Communicate their needs Without being needy So it's really a difference It's really how you want To show up in your relationship What kind right. of response You want from your man mm. and It that basically depends on who you show up
0: as. Were you always a wife? No no, no. no? That's how I knew there was a <laughs> difference.
1: <laughs> because I showed up as Kia. You know, I'm a Gemini, so I got like 15 personalities. I showed up as Kia, Lakia, Shantae, whatever I wanted to be. And I just didn't know how to talk to my husband of 11 years. My boo, oh. my bae, my baby daddy. Shout out to Derek. I love it. Yeah, he put up with a lot. But um, a lot of it came from how I grew up. You know, seeing how my parents interacted with each other, seeing how they talked to each other. A lot of it was cussing and fussing and never really communicating, just talking at each other. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I adopted those same ways and thinking that's how you handle business. That's how you handle, you know, when you got something on your chest, Mm -hmm. you let it out. When you got something on your mind, you speak it. But I wasn't getting the results I wanted. Mm -hmm. And um, it was causing a lot of friction, a lot of energy that wasn't the best. Um, And so when I made that change and realized that, okay... You got to own your ish. Yeah. That's your issues. 100%. Yeah. I had to own my ish and start making changes that I wanted to see. And when I started approaching my man differently, you know, really turning on that feminine power, Mm -hmm. you know, taming my tongue. That's when I started getting the results. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier to
0: tame a tiger. It's easier to tame a cat.
1: That little thing in your (laughs) mouth is powerful. So that's I think it's just so important because a lot of women don't realize it's just little things you need to tweak. Mm. to really start seeing you know just a good vibe between you and your boo.
0: We are gonna get into all of those strategies yeah um, but I want to paint a picture at least from when I knew you yeah of your journey of yes, becoming you know this entrepreneurial mm-hmm. woman. so did it start out when I met you with the with publishing? No,
1: I actually started as a classroom teacher. Mm. I taught middle school language arts for five years. Really? thought I was going to retire. In education, like I went back on my master's mm-hmm. in educational leadership. Really thought I was going to climb up the ladder, and just said, "You know what? This there has to be more to life mm-hmm. than this." Um, my relationship at the time with Derek, we had gone through this very interesting process of getting married. We spent a year. In premarital education and training, when mm. most folks are spending that year planning their, their wedding, yeah. we were planning our marriage. And so, a lot of my friends were seeing that, and they're like, "Okay, well, why don't you mm, write hold a on book?"
0: On, I, I don't want them to miss that. You, I don't want them. To, uh-huh. You spend uh-huh. time planning your ma- yeah, marriage.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because, see, I was going to be the girl who got married because that's what you do next. Like, mm. you go together, you plan this life together, and then you get married. But my husband, who had more sense than I did at the time, was like, "We don't know what we're doing." Mm -hmm. Like let's just be real honest We don't have any successful relationships to model after us Why don't we really figure this thing out Like Derek and I almost made it to the altar I always say he jilted me (laughs) Because we had everything planned out But he was like no baby let's really do this the right way So we found a chaplain He took us to the classroom Sat us down, my little townhouse Became my, my school And we started going to work every week Meeting, this is what a wife is This is what a husband is, this is what marriage is you know. And we broke up like 10 times
0: Mm. We broke
1: up like 10 times because we were really doing that. You know, that first year they say is the hardest. That was our hard year. Really? Really. Cause we had been together for 10 years, off and on for 10 years. We got history. You hear me? Mm-hmm. I met Derek. I was 19. He was 20. So we had some history that we had to really pretty much unpack wow. to figure out, okay, now y'all going to this next level in your relationship. What is it going to take to get there and gotcha. to be successful? So yes, we planned our marriage and so when most people were planning that wedding, spending all that money, we were like, why are we doing that? Yeah. We end up having a destination wedding in Jamaica. I heard that. Yamaha, Yamaha, yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> American. But yeah, so it started there. It started with me being in a classroom. My good friend said, you know what? You need to tell people about, I've always been a writer. Mm-hmm. You need to tell people your story. Write a book. I'm like, write a book? So I wrote my first book. What was started, it called? Uh, picture perfect. He's not perfect. I'm not perfect, but together. We're picture perfect. I, love it. Um, I started there and then I started my publishing company in order to really get my self-published book out. And from there, people started asking, how did you write your book? Mm-hmm. How did you do? And I said, oh, I can start a business. And that's uh, how I started. I wrote my book and started, started a whole helping started a whole publishing company. One because I didn't want somebody trying to change, you know, or take ownership of my story. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to own it and I wanted it to go the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So like from marketing and everything. So I published my own book, started my own publishing company just for that reason. Wow. No other reason than that, thinking I was gonna to be touring the world as an author. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, people are asking me, how do you write a book? And so I started helping other people tell their story who knew that that was actually going to allow me to open up the doors as the wife coach. But Mm -hmm. I started off with publishing.
0: Right. So while you're a teacher, you you write your book. Mm -hmm. How did your book do? Okay. In what sense? Like how did it sell? Not well, because (laughs) I
1: knew nothing. 2011, I'm in the classroom. I had this amazing uh, book release party point? yes Derek yeah. and I were married a year and a half gotcha. um, I had this amazing book release party such a great response I think I sold like uh, maybe $800 worth of books but mm. you know that's family and friends oh, right? Michelle. so that was like the false narrative like I'm going to do this right, I'm going right. to be really successful and then crickets the sales mm. stopped I had no no marketing strategy I had no it was just crazy how I really thought I could walk away from teaching mm. with no plan I had no real plan. <laughs> like, I went to my husband, who was an entrepreneur, has always been an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and I told him what I wanted to do, and he supported it. He was like, okay, but I need you to understand one thing. It takes 15 years to become an overnight success story. And I cussed him out. I did. Really? I sure did. Because I'm like, how you going to tell me what God got planned for me?
0: How you going <laughs> to tell me this
1: vision board ain't going to come to life? But he was, he was just sitting back letting me know. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. I know you don't want to hear that, but... Now, how many years later? Eight years later. Oh, okay. I see what you were yeah. talking about. So, it it really wasn't my initial goal to be an entrepreneur. I just knew that my book was going to be the passport that I needed to kind of get gotcha. out there, and that's what started it.
0: And I guess so. So people are just curious on how'd you start your book and. Yeah. You're like, well, I can write it for you. Yeah. Or I could publish it.
1: Pretty much. I can help book signing, book coaching, just trying to find my way through it. Mm. First, it was, okay, do I want to be a publisher? Do I want to be a book coach? Do I want to edit? My strength is in editing. And I would connect with some dope designers. So mm. that's why when you came to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got the plug. my
0: second book. It was amazing. I got
1: the plug. I can show you who you need to be with. But as far as me really wanting to be successful in that.
0: Wow. I'm yeah. sorry. That's
1: no, okay. Yama, yeah, oh, yeah, I made mean, sure I muted mine. You know, you wouldn't be looking at me crazy.
0: <laughs> you could just close the whole laptop, just close the whole laptop. I appreciate that. Um, it's been a long day. No, I you apologize. good, brother, you good. <laughs> All right, so um, you had no intention on being an entrepreneur. No. but So when you start this publishing company, how yeah. long between when you dropped your book and you quit your job?
1: Okay, so I wrote my book in 2010. I dropped it in 2011. Mm-hmm. I was signing my papers that I ain't coming back in 2012. Really? Because I really thought I had a little savings, a little cushion, just a little cushion. But one thing I didn't know, again, was the mindset of an entrepreneur. Yes, definitely. I was still living my lifestyle like I was getting a guaranteed check every month. Yeah. So I am still getting my hair done, still getting my nails done. I'm out here in these streets. I'm an entrepreneur. It sound good. Sound it sound real, real fancy. And <laughs> <laughs> so that money started drying up. Mm-hmm. And my husband looking at me like, so.
0: By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof.
1: What you going to do? Mm. Like it it really That's when I had to know Okay, this publishing thing Is going to have to be My nine to five I'm going to have to work this Until I really understand Which direction I want to go mm. um, Thought I was going to be in that For the long haul But deep down inside I wanted to help wives And mm. I started promoting Well, really just reaching out To different people On Google And I came across The Single Wives Club mm. You may know her Her name was yeah. Coriel DeBose
0: yes, um, That's Coriel That was in 20 Yeah, what, 20
1: 2013 Mm -hmm. and I sent her my book in August um, and told her I was very interested I loved her mission and it aligned with what I was trying to do helping women to become wives and it was crickets yeah Coriel she didn't email me back she didn't call me she didn't do anything and so I (laughs) forgot all about it but January of 20 um, no 2012 is when I reached out to her 2013 she called back and said I'm having a meeting I want you to come out and I want you to speak and from that point on she and I developed a relationship She wanted me to be over her wives um, society, which was a mentoring program for women Mm -hmm. who wanted to become wives. She put me as the director and it started from there. So I was still publishing, though. Mm-hmm. Because initially I wasn't making any money as the wife coach. And right. I think people need to understand that. Like, it sounds good. I had more followers on that page, but I was making more money in publishing. Yeah. So it was really hard to make that transition until I figured out what kind of lane am I going to create for me that's going to be my niche that's going to help me look different than all these other million trillions of relationship coaches, mm-hmm. marriage coaches, wife coaches. What's going to make me different? So I went back to the, to the basics, which was being a teacher. That's went, my foundation.
0: You went back to teaching?
1: No, I went back to the basics and me figuring out how am I going how to monetize? Going to
0: yeah, for sure. So
1: I'm a teacher by heart. So what what is it that these women need? They need to be taught. How to what? Be a wife. Mm. It's that simple. But you made
0: more. You made good money publishing. Publishing, I
1: made pretty good money, but the, the taxing y'all don't understand. Let me tell you something. You gotta love reading. Mm. I like reading. I'm used to reading essays <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> every day. Um, I like editing. I still edit from time to time. I mean, I'm very, very particular on who I choose but because the majority of my time goes into the wife coach. But I did make good money, but I wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. I knew that was a starting ground. That was like my startup. But I have to figure out how to make the wife coach work.
0: Gotcha. you. hmm So we're transitioning out of publishing. And I felt felt it because I think I wanted you to do another job Mm -hmm. or something like that. he's like, nope. Nope. (laughs) I was like, yeah, but I'll be, nope. Mm -hmm. I just got the, nope, I'm not doing it. And I said, but
1: you are the go. I was proud of myself too. No, but I mean, I knew my my homegirl Jasmine was in publishing. I was just Mm -hmm. really sending folks. She's sending folks to me. I'm sending folks to her. I really wanted to figure out how can I be the wife coach and be successful at it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I had to. Just turn down those jobs. And um, it was hard to do that because I'm saying no to money, you know, but I knew that that's not what I wanted to do. So I had to figure it out.
0: So when did you full fledge? I'm the wife coach. I'm owning that. Yeah. No more writing, booking, book stuff. like that. Yeah.
1: So I reached out to my good friend, Jasmine, Jasmine Womack, and uh, she's a business coach. She's also a publisher. And yes, big shout out. And I told her, look, I need to figure this out like what do I need to do in order cuz she's like LB you sitting on two books you got your your content right there you got your curriculum right there mm-hmm. let me show you how to make this into a masterclass mm-hmm. so Spent the VIP day with her. We went ahead and mapped out my six-week masterclass. Um, That was in, I want to say, 2018. Mm -hmm. And I remember even speaking to you um, even here at the complex. Mm -hmm. And I was saying some of the goals or some of the things that I learned in business was I was working so hard in my business that I couldn't work on it. Mm -hmm. So she taught me how to work on my business. And that's when I put myself in position to start that masterclass. Created the first one January 2019 Sold out Mm. Um, Every time I have a master class I sell out Um, And I only do it quarterly On purpose Because I build up The anticipation These wives be knocking down At DM You know what I mean Like they're like LB when the next class My man about to leave me Um, And I'm like Uh huh You better better read these posts But um, yeah So I really started Just really honing in I trademarked the wife coach So Mm. I am the one and only
0: Nice The wife
1: coach There's a lot of wife coaches Out there But only one The wife coach But um Yeah, and I just feel, I feel very fulfilled and satisfied. One, because I'm helping women to up into their power. Yeah. I'm not telling you you have to be a voiceless um, woman that your man just walks over. No, y'all can work together. Like, my marriage is my business. At mm. the end of the day, the wife coach is my business, but my marriage is first. Mm. And I'm teaching women how to play their position. Like, my husband sees our marriage as business. Mm. And we come together and we talk about it. Like, what position are you playing? What position am I playing? Do you like the role you're playing? Am I fulfilling the needs or the are responsibilities? Are you okay with that,
0: him looking at the marriage as a business? Not at all.
1: I'm, I'm, not, I'm okay with it. Yes, absolutely. I have no problem with it because i look at it as we go into business to profit think about how much energy you put into your business in order for it to be successful Mm -hmm. um marriage is sort of like a contract too Mm -hmm. i mean we want to get real technical with it uh but we do have the romantic side of it and we make sure we don't make it just all about business but you got to take care of it you got to look at you know what Mm -hmm. this ain't adding up Mm -hmm. like we we in we in the red this month why we ain't having no date nights
0: What's going on with these cheering? We in I the, got two of them. And the I love that. Mm-hmm. Yo, so I um so your husband actually said something to me that I would never repeat to my wife because I don't know I don't think she would take it the way he said it. So what okay. he said was it, we were talking about like, you know, like a friendship, and he said, um, my wife is not my best friend. Mm-hmm. He said my I have a best I have best friends like we go yeah. kick it we play football stuff like that yeah and he said um if if I tell my wife that she's my best friend it creates a different level of expectation yes. then there's like comparison between oh you do this with your best mm-hmm. friend and then why not that mm-hmm. And he's like yo i tell her straight up yep. you are not my best friend I can't say that to my wife because she would punch
1: yeah, yeah. Me, and, and I cussed him out when he told me that but let me tell you why because I had that expectation. I thought my husband was supposed to be my everything. So I put this pressure on him to be my best friend, be my lover, be my everything I want, I go to you. He just, he, he's a human being. Like, yes, you're my spouse, but at the same time, my sister, my best friend. When I really think about it It sounds cute to say My husband is my best friend And I'm not saying Couples aren't best friends There are some out here But don't put that Unrealistic expectation Or unnecessary pressure On him playing that role When he don't have to Y'all can be the best of friends But at first position He's your husband yeah. She's your wife So yeah I, I mean Once I realized that And I started understanding I'm like You know what You're absolutely right Derek I just wanted it to sound good I'm married mm. to my best friend Yeah Y'all been dating six months I'm marrying my best friend How? <laughs> How are you marrying your best friend After six months? But okay I mm. mean you know It is i is I'm gonna figure is. out a way To
0: say it and explain it So you must feel that way Wait 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 You feel that way I don't feel like we're best friends I feel and like And there's we're... nothing wrong with that And I Yeah I can't I can't uphold that you feel me? Like, I can't...
1: So she expects you to be her best friend? Uh,
0: maybe. I don't know. I No, I, when he said it, I was like, ah, that's something I can't say. I don't know. <laughs> you know Maybe I'm not giving her a bit of a She might be okay with it. Like, oh, you right. know what? You're right.
1: Right. She may have her own best friend, but have that conversation because yeah. that's where the expectations and unrealistic expectations come in.
0: Okay. So when you get on this journey of becoming... Because you had to become this... Yeah. This wife, right? Yeah. Tell me about your journey of becoming a wife. Ah. <sighs>
1: It took a lot of self-reflection. I had to go all the way back to Highsville, Maryland. I'm from Highsville, Maryland, in the household with Ruth and Thomas, my first example of marriage. When I really started understanding why I act the way I act, why I do what I do, why I say the things I say, I had to go back to where I saw it. And why was that following me 20, 30 years later, um, when I started really owning. And when I say own my ish, that means being accountable for my my responses, my actions. I had to grow up. One thing about marriage, marriage will mature you or it will expose the immaturity in you.
0: Mm. I was
1: very immature.
0: Hold on, hold on. Say it, say, say one more time. Marriage will I want, mature I want to sink you. In my spirit.
1: Yes, marriage will mature you, mm-hmm. or it will expose the immaturity in you. Mm. So there's a lot of immaturity that was playing in my part from me not getting my way. How I was going to react um, if my husband says something? Am I going to try to say something back to hit him below the belt and hurt him? Where are those things coming from? So I had to do a lot because a lot of that pain will push your partner away. So I was dealing with pain. I was dealing with daddy issues. I was dealing with so much and didn't even realize it. That's why that year of premarital education and training was so key because we were uncovering all that, uprooting all that because it's going to show up in your marriage. So that's the process of becoming. Marriage is about becoming. I'm still becoming. I haven't arrived I'm 11 years in, but you know, I do pretty good, but I'm still learning LB. LB is still evolving just like your marriage should evolve over the years. So I am becoming, and as I'm becoming and uncovering, I'm sharing it with my wives. I have women in my classes who've been married 25 years and they say, LB, I've been a married woman for 25 years. Do you know how miserable that is? Mm. There's power in being a married woman, but she real miserable because Mm. she's just just always finding something wrong. She's always nagging. She's just so many different things. You know them. You know them mm, women. I know you I do. I see <laughs> one. Not my boo, but um, I see a couple. I got it though. You need to <laughs> send it to me. Just send it to me. But no, I'm serious. It really is how you want to show up and you can kind of see it in a, in a relationship. You can tell when they're complimenting each other. You can tell when not, they're, they're not perfect uh, There's no perfect relationship out here But my goal is for you To really understand who you are And choose to be her So you can choose to you know what I'm going to pick my piece Not my battles I'm not going to um, mm. respond to everything He says Or he's not going to respond to everything I say Because everything doesn't need a response If I thought it Doesn't mean I need to say it Especially if it's coming from a negative place I would think some crazy stuff And be like don't say that <laughs> don't, don't, don't say that But before I learn how to you know Oh, tame yourself. that tongue; it Especially would just come out. you know
0: saying this will might win bad the bad. Bad war. You I mean,
1: that, that's <laughs> when you start I, I realizing again: who are we fighting together, or are we fighting each other? Are we gonna mm. fight the issue? That's maturity. I grew up, y'all. I grew mm. up a little bit, just a little.
0: Give me an example of like something you had to drastically change about yourself to Ooh. become a wife.
1: This tongue of mine. Mm. Um, communication is actually the number one reason why couples break up. Why they divorce It's not infidelity It's not finances If you go back To the core root 60% is the lack of Effective communication mm. So me not knowing How to talk My husband has actually Told me before You are not not talk to me
0: Ooh mm.
1: Dang, That ain't feel good <laughs> That ain't feel good And either I was Going to get defensive Which I have Plenty of times before mm. I ain't mean it like that I mean it ain't my fault You taking it like that I ain't mean it like that Or am I going to sit back And say if he keep telling me That I come off wrong, why not look at why I'm saying the, you know, what I'm saying and how it's coming out. So I started really just saying, "Mm -mm, don't say it. I had to start there. Like, don't say it. Where is that coming from? Why are you mad? Like, I would have these little conversations. I told you I'm a Gemini. I got about 12 personalities. Mm -hmm. Girl, don't say that. (laughs) Um, I would want to say certain things that I knew would hit below the belt. But why do you want to hurt the man you say you love? Mm. See, that, that took me really just say, yeah, you shake your head. You know what I'm saying? Why would you really want to cause more strife when this can be a situation where y'all can mend, mend wounds? Um, instead of me being vulnerable, I build walls because mm. I don't want you to see the real me. So I had to really just that had nothing to do with Derek. And mm. that's why I'm saying with my wives, a lot of the stuff, sometimes it's not him. It's you, Boo. Mm. You got to deal with your ish. Like, why are you still holding on to past hurts? So if that means counseling, if that means therapy, I've had mentors. I've had women who have been married much longer than I have that I've been able to be coached by. That has helped me to really do some introspection and kind of say, you know what? I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong.
0: So what about the women that uh, that need to be co- that that come into your program? Yeah. And you realize Yo, you know what? You are an amazing wife. Mm -hmm. He's a jerk.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Because that has happened. Mm. Um, I always go back to, okay, has he always been like this? Because I always want to know if you saw the signs and you still proceeded. Because now Mm. I got to deal with you. Who I'm dealing with. I still have to deal with you. Was he always like this? Well, I mean, not really. but And that's sometimes most of the cases where they have married a man expecting him to change or they thought that they could change him. Mm. Because women, you know, we got that power (laughs) of the (laughs) P. That's position. I don't know where your mind went. I was talking position as a wife. Um, But, you know, uh, we got that power. And so I think a lot of times they feel that they can change him. But when they do find themselves married to a man who is not acting husband-like, I always say discern the seasons because just because he's acting, you know, not so great or not being his best does not mean that that season won't change. It can be so much going on. We are in this thing for life. Like, I'm not going to always be my best. So I need my husband to extend grace, Mm -hmm. right? But if it's one of them cases where you can't live with it, get help, get professional help. If counseling doesn't help, get it for yourself Mm -hmm. and find out how you need to work yourself through this season of your marriage because seasons change, people change situations change but you got to see what you're willing to deal
0: with or put up with
1: i mean i'm i can't tell a woman to leave unless it's addiction that
0: was my that was my question Mm -hmm. unless it's
1: addiction abuse of any of those kind of things then i'll say look you know what you got to do but in cases where it can be worked out and a lot of the women come to me with situations that are fixable but do you feel like doing the work i can't do the work for you you have to be willing to say you know what I have to forgive myself and him. Do I want to do that? This is your life. I'm an advocate for marriage, but let me tell you something. Divorce sometimes is, is the best present for some of these people because they shouldn't have been together in the first place. Mm. Just to be honest, just to be honest. I know we'd be trying to force that thing to work, right. but you can't force a square, you know, a, what is it, a square, square peg in, a, a a, in a circle? There yeah. you go. So we can't do that. Mm. Yeah.
0: Can you walk me through, maybe I'm sure you went through some, um, you've helped some women who are in abusive relationships. Why do they stay? So
1: whenever I find someone in any type of abuse, not just physical, but mental, emotional, I think they, one is fear based on what they're saying. They feel that it doesn't happen all the time. So, like, I, my mother was in an abusive relationship. I'm, I'm a child of watching my mother and my father go at it. My father physically and mentally abusing my mother. So she stayed for the kids. Mm. Um, he wasn't always that way. She would always tell us that, but that's all I can remember about him. Um, so a lot of the times it's fear, um, and they don't know what the next move is. They, they don't want a, a failed marriage.
0: You know, I'm like, OK, but would you hold on to a marriage so tight? Oh, that yeah. You lose many, your life many,
1: over? many women have. Absolutely. And so that's, again, where, no, I need you to choose you first, because if he's dealing with addiction, as somebody whose husband was um, addicted to gambling, that's an addiction. No, he's not lashing out at her and things like that, but that's still an addiction. So you can't just say, OK, I'm a pray on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, he needs professional help. Pray and get help. Mm. And if he's not going to get help, you get help to figure out how you need to transition if you need to leave. Mm. So I always tell them I present them with the scenarios, but I never say leave unless I know it's physical, like mental, emotional abuse. I'm like, no, you can't stay in that. That's not healthy. It's not a healthy situation. It's toxic. Um, But most of the times, thank God, the women that I get are in fixable situations. They just don't know how to be the wife to that to that husband.
0: Share with me a fixable situation, like, and in, in what the fix was.
1: So, breakdown of communication, um, lack of finances or management, uh, financial management. So, you
0: teach them, like, yo, go make more money? Or like- so,
1: here's the thing. Um, I teach them how to, one, know your relationship with money. So, I had to...
0: I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
1: Figure out, see, when I had a relationship with money, Mm. I lied on my money, I cheated on my money, I abused my money. (laughs) So if money were a person, how did you treat it? And now that's going to help you understand how you're showing up in your marriage or your relationship. So in this case, I wasn't the best with money. My husband was better. I ain't like that. I felt like I had the, you know, the secure job. You know, I, I had my little savings. Mm. But I wasn't the best with managing money or taking risk like Derek was.
0: So you, you weren't the best with money. No. He was better with money. Mm-hmm. And you didn't like the fact. So it's, it's, ego. it's that pride. That's yeah. ego and pride.
1: Absolutely. The, why would I want him to be better with money in my, in my marriage? Look, in my marriage. See, Mm. that was the attitude instead of looking at it as we can help each other. We should be doing better together,
0: you know, but
1: that took maturity, you know. And so that's a fixable situation. Um, Just even with kids, like getting on the same page. Marriage is about becoming, right? Mm-hmm. So you're becoming who you need to be for your spouse over time. And it's not going to happen overnight. A lot of times we expect our marriages to be in year 15 when we just started in year two. Mm-hmm. We're expecting our communication to be up to par when we haven't been through enough to figure out communication styles. Mm-hmm. You know, um, triggers. Yeah.
0: Walk me through triggers.
1: Any, Anytime somebody, okay, if I said bills. Right now, how that make you feel? (laughs) Do you get excited or does that make you feel hot inside? If I say expenses, you might have a different, kind of like it's a different connotation uh, attached to it. So certain words, I might say, well, you act like your mother or you act like your father. Those are triggers. Things that you know are going to hurt or kind of stir up the the emotions inside Mm. your spouse. Why would you do those things? Because you want a reaction. You want to be in control. See, a married woman wants to be controlling. She's Mrs. Controlling. She wants to control everything, how he moves, how things are done. I just posted something on Instagram saying, you know, it's going to be really hard for your man to control you if you're Mrs. Controlling. Like, how is he going to control the situation? How is he going to be the leader if you're constantly stepping on his toes and trying to do it your way? Because mm-hmm. you're Mrs. We- Mrs. My Way or the Highway. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. Do you ever,
0: I mean, that that must be a tough thing to coach, though, because if you're controlling in your marriage, you're probably a controlling person. Absolutely. And it, how do you break through and get them to realize, especially mm-hmm. if they're just used to, because in their head, they're thinking, well, no, I gotta control this situation. Absolutely. No, I gotta control. Mm-hmm. Like, How do you coach them? because
1: that? a lot of women are independent. We are, we're raised, I was raised to be an independent woman. You don't need a man. That's mm-hmm. how I was raised. Yeah. You can do all this by yourself. So now you're taking that mindset that needs to be changed. Okay, do you want to change? I do, I do. I'm just tired of fighting. Okay, well, wait a minute. Why do you not want him to be right. in control? What's, what's your fear? I always say that. There's mm. a fear. Because, I mean, I don't want everything. I don't want Ish to hit the fan. That's what somebody told me. I don't mm. want it to hit the fan. What's so wrong with Ish hitting the fan? Mm. What if there's a real powerful lesson in things going wrong so that he can get it right? Like, how can he be put in position to lead if you don't give him a chance to? Wow. Everything's not going to happen the way you think it should. You can't be in control of everything. Are you happy? Are you full of anxiety? You want to release those things? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. Okay, well, then let's, let's start by letting him lead a little bit. Like, step back and don't say anything. Allow him to make the decision. Not saying you have to be mute on everything. My husband allows me. Not, you know, not allows. Like, but he (laughs) he's I'm a part. We're a partnership. So Mm -hmm. I'm a part of a lot of decisions that he makes. But sometimes I can't see Derek's way of of thinking. Mm -hmm. I just can't get it. And I'm like, look, this man loves his family. Everything he does is for his family. If he makes a move, it's for us to win. If we don't win, we will get it on the next round. There's a lesson in there that we're gonna get out of it. So that's what I I try to help these women say. You chose him. Mm. Let's go back to that. You you the one that chose him. Mm. So if you knew that he couldn't be the leader you needed, then why did you say I do, boo? Right. So I always get back on them and their decision because that's the only person you can really change and own your actions, you're the person. So I focus on you. I'm not gonna necessarily focus on him, not that he doesn't have any responsibility, but I need you to look at the situation a little differently. If controlling, if you're tired, if you're exhausted. Maybe you're taking on too much. Have you not thought about relinquishing some of that, delegating some of that, and allowing yourself to be more at peace? Mm. So that takes time. It's not like I can just tell him that. I have to give him a little bit of time. Just yeah. a little bit. Okay, you know what? Tomorrow, let him uh, dress your daughter, and you don't say nothing about what he chooses. And if she walks out the house with polka dots and red socks, it's okay. Mm. Women are very controlling about stuff up into details like that. Like, no, she can't walk out the house with no gold slippers on. Mm. Yes, she can she gonna be alright and you gonna be alright too. Right,
0: so you're you're teaching like just relinquish, it's not that serious Mm-mm. like even if in your head you're mm-hmm. thinking that's not right, yeah. that shouldn't be, dude, let looks it go. looks crazy just let it, go. let it go for the sake of the marriage
1: for the sake of the marriage, for the sake of your sanity, it's not that, like really focus on the things that you need to focus on and I've had to learn that too because yeah. I was a control freak, mm-hmm. I still can be a little controlling but Washing the dishes the way I want to wash. Like, little stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to run this man crazy. He ain't going to want to do nothing for you. Because if you going to do it, then do it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to tell me how to do it, then you might as well do it. Mm-hmm. I've had to learn to just walk away. Yeah. If he going to cook, okay, I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> That's how I control the situation right. Let me go upstairs and do something else right. So he can have at it in the kitchen Because mm. he'll have food everywhere, dishes everywhere You know, <laughs> I like to cook and wash dishes You know, I have my way of doing things right. And then Derek has his So I've had to learn to appreciate that Stop trying to change everything to fit my model Or my mode of what I think marriage is supposed to look like mm. This is his
0: marriage too I got a good question too And thank God I don't deal with this Um for, there are some women who just, I don't know, for some reason, they just don't want to be intimate. Maybe they just don't enjoy it. They don't enjoy it. Yeah, they don't enjoy sex, right? Really? I mean, there are some there, I mean, I, I know some some friends where yeah. it's always like a negotiation to try, you gotta like yeah. creep up to it. You gotta be nice the whole day <laughs> because you know at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, I guess I, typically women aren't as sexually driven you know what I mean? Like you ever do you do you ever coach someone that's like that? Like I just don't want to I just don't wanna, I, um, I just don't really wanna do we it. We are
1: going into week five, and week five is how to be intimate with them. Great question. Um I think honestly, women have to first be sexual within themselves. Like I can't exude I have to exude sexuality if I want to be intimate with my man. It's not just on him. Like y'all want us to initiate sex too, but it goes back to what's her relationship with sex. Like sometimes there's trauma there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there, you know, she's been having sex for a long time, or maybe she was. A lot of my women were taught that sex was bad for so long that now you and you're married and the bed is undefiled, mm-hmm. and they don't know how to have sex and really be intimate with their. So they're kind of embarrassed. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a grown woman. I don't have sex. You know what's right. what's going on. So I think it goes back to them t- tapping into their sexuality. Um, I teach women to really understand what foreplay is and how that has nothing really to do with being in the bedroom. It's everything outside. Like from how y'all talk to each other. See, that's where intimacy starts. Intimacy is drawing him closer. Him drawing you closer to where y'all want to be physically, you know. Foreplay is really where it's at. Mm-hmm. Sexual, you know, sex is just a physical act. You really want to start acting foreplay out for from you know how y'all talk to each other to little stuff touching each other riding in the car you know just really tuning into your feminine powers mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure why again that may be a problem in their relationship but I say go back to where did that relationship with sex start mm-hmm. um, and sometimes again if I talk about sex like this week I'll talk about sex and I'll say certain things and I'm like does this make you feel uncomfortable and if it does why like where's your comfort level when it comes to mm-hmm. sex I think a lot of times that's a conversation you don't want to have with your spouse, but you got to be real. We are gonna to be together forever, yeah. and sex is on the table. That's one of those things that needs to happen. We are gonna have to talk about it. How you like to do it? Right. Did, did you like how I did that last night? You like that. You ain't like that. Okay, well, what we'll part? Well, you want you want me to flip you over? Like, get comfortable, and that that takes vulnerability. That takes really just being open and saying, you know what? I don't even know if I know how to twerk, baby. You want me to twerk? Like that's a conversation you need to be able to have with your man. So that to me, when you start getting comfortable talking about sex and really creating
0: the sex life you want,
1: mm-hmm. that's when y'all will probably start having a little bit more of it.
0: Gotcha. Well, I'm saying, are there women that just don't cause I I mean, I I, I dated years and years yeah. and years ago. And it just she just she had some trauma mm-hmm. around sex and she's she didn't necessarily like it, right? So yeah. for for your spouses, and again, thank God, I don't I don't deal with that because yeah. I I I can't even imagine being in a relationship where you can't.
1: Yeah. That's but see that's you know I mean? that's deeper than just let's have a conversation. Now let's go ahead get some professional help. Right. I yeah. mean, so
0: are you teaching them to be comfortable or?
1: I'm teaching them to be comfortable, but for those who have the trauma yeah. or this very uncomfortable, like I don't want to have sex. Let's figure out what's going on because mm-hmm. if you're married, that's sort of like a requirement. I mm-hmm. mean, I can see if y'all 80 years old and y'all ain't doing it no more. But no nah, if you're in your prime and he' ready, you you. That's something your husband needs. Mm. You need that. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, what is it that's keeping you from going there comfortably? So, mm. I think that's more mental. It's a lot of everything starts with our minds. Mm. So, she has to really turn on. If it's trauma, like I said, get professional help. But for that woman who's just maybe tired, mm. You're lazy Nah boo We're gonna have to Work on that Like what's keeping you Have you been working out You know (laughs) You know what I'm saying What are you doing To keep your stamina up Because Mm. if you feel good About yourself If you feel sexy Then that attraction With your man Is gonna be very It's gonna be genuine And it's gonna be A little bit more stronger
0: Mm. Mm hmm and how many weeks is your program? Six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah, mine. So can you take me through one, two, three, four, five, six different like topics?
1: Absolutely. So week one is how to create a marriage mindset. Because a lot of women get married with this fairy tale syndrome of what mm-hmm. marriage is gonna be. You heard of that before? <laughs> <I hope laughs> for sure. uh, you know what I'm saying? So really Absolutely. helping women to get rid of that fairy tale syndrome and creating a really a realistic mindset of what this thing called marriage is. Week two, how to talk to him all about taming your tongue mm. understanding that communication is the number one reason why folks are splitting up okay mm. week three is how to be how to love him the way he needs to be loved because sometimes we feel like i mean i'm a woman i know how to love my man but we don't really know what love means to them yeah. and what you would need in order to feel that from us so we teach you how to love him week four is how to respect him
0: mm mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Love and respect different.
1: Love and re- right. Men want to be respected, women want to be loved. Big but facts. when we show y'all respect, y'all in turn show us love.
0: Cash App Life with LB
1: Cash um, App Life with LB So week five Is how to respect him oh, Excuse me week good. four Week five is How to be intimate with him mm-hmm. So really again Talking about sex foreplay Things that we can do To spice up our sex life And then week six How to live the happy wife life What is that? Mm-hmm. We hear it all the time Happy wife happy life What that really mean? Mm-hmm. And I really uncover Some stuff in that week Because it's not that It has nothing to do with you
0: it has everything it, give, to do it, with it, us. Give me, give, me a, give me a few uh, principles in Yes. There.
1: So basically, your man is not responsible for your happiness. You're responsible for your happiness. Mm. The happy wife life is a myth. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life is a myth. Because it's basically coming from the perspective of, if y'all do everything in y'all power to make us happy, this thing called marriage going to work. This y'all marriage too. Yeah. You need to be happy too. See, I'm advocating for y'all. Like, this is for the men, for y'all to have just as much as a successful marriage as we have. But happiness, understanding that you have to tap into your happiness, do things that make you happy outside of your spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he your BFF, but y'all ain't got to do everything together. Yeah, Like, let him breathe, boo. Let him go. (laughs) Let him go. That is some of the best time when Derek and I are apart and Mm -hmm. we come back together. A loose rein will keep your marriage tight. Did you catch that?
0: A loose, a loose rain. rain. Yeah, I need a, 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 a bar book, a quote book. Baby, LB got them. A loose rein: yeah. will keep your marriage tight.
1: So I'm teaching That's my women real. how to tap into real happiness and what that looks like. How you exude happiness, not just with your man, in your life, with your kids. So teaching them how to really get back to what makes them genuinely happy outside of their spouse.
0: Mmm. You've, you've dealt with a lot of wives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is there a common theme that you see amongst all of them that come to you, right? Yeah. There's a certain issue. And I, I, I guess you created the six for the, yeah. the, 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 the themes, the right? Mm-hmm. Is there one thing that trips up a lot of wives overwhelmingly that like if you can fix this one area, you can create bliss,
1: it would have to be getting rid of the fairy tale syndrome because
0: we. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on a couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school and they.
1: He grow up and I know I've been guilty of this. I've watched Love Jones. How many times Mm -hmm. I've watched Brown Sugar, The Notebook, and you really get wrapped or you have no idea how much that has an impact on what you Mm. think your relationship is supposed to look like or feel. And then you get into this real relationship and you're like, wait a minute, what? where are the butterflies yeah. wait, wait a minute. his feast thing I don't like him today what's going on <laughs> why I feel this way that's a fairy tale syndrome where are the butterflies where are the butterflies right you little flutter because <laughs> I
0: knew there was going to be some butterflies <laughs> around I here just right
1: knew now. this man was going to sweep me <laughs> off my feet and we're going to live happily ever yeah, after yeah, you absolutely. notice the credits go up and it, it gets black yeah no that's where the work starts so when we come into marriage, understanding that this is work and it a lot of people don't like to hear that when mm. it comes to marriage, because love is supposed to be easy. Mm. Like, I'm not supposed to have to do all this. You're just yeah. supposed to love me. I love you. Right. You do whatever I say. Mm-hmm. And when that doesn't happen, I'm disappointed. I'm mm. setting these unrealistic expectations. So I would always say that fa- fairy tale syndrome because they always... I make them go back to their first example of marriage mm-hmm. whether that was TV movies your parents nobody yeah. where did you get this concept of marriage from and most of the, nine times out of ten David it's a fantasy mm. it's a fantasy I have wives in my class right now she's like oh my god I really thought I would have butterflies all the time I really thought that I would look at him and just melt who told you this is Wait,
0: where you get that from? Mm, That's wild. Yeah, so
1: it's getting that mind together and realizing that, no, my marriage isn't perfect, but we are two imperfect people who are perfect for each other. Mm. So let's make this work for us. I love it. That's a mindset.
0: I love it. Yeah. What is your training regimen?
1: Yeah.
0: In terms of being this person that's going to be taking on this heavy load, because that's a heavy load. Like people, so people come to me Maybe they're excited about their business and they just want to know what's next. So it's like, it's light, but they're coming to you saying, here's all my stuff. Yeah. What is your training regimen to prepare to be this wife coach?
1: Yeah. Well, honestly, that's why the class is quarterly Mm -hmm. because I give my all to those women. In that six weeks, I not only provide them with the group coaching because mm-hmm. it's a very small, intimate class. I want them to be able to open up. Yeah. You know, you don't, A lot of people don't like to tell their ish. They don't mm-hmm. like to tell their stuff, but I want to create a safe space so that can happen. But they also get to contact me personally. What are you mm-hmm. dealing with personally that you didn't say in class? Because I want to be able To help these women Walk through Let me pinpoint What I think the issue is And then let's see How this works I have a woman right now Who is hilarious I mean I love her personality But one thing she'll say is I be talking crazy To my man And
0: she knows it And she
1: knows it Most of the time They don't even know Like I didn't even think I was I wasn't aware She knows it So
0: she's Yo What I'm about to say is crazy. She's deliberately.
1: So it's like, okay, let's talk. In Mm. class, it's funny, but now let's talk one on one. And we talk one on one. What's really going on with you? Mm. And at the end of the day, it's unrealistic expectations she's had, unmet expectations. Her Mm. husband isn't meeting her expectations. So she uses that to lash out. That's how she feels like she's winning. By being able to cut him down with her words. So I use those six. That six weeks is intense. And that's why I take a little vacation afterwards. Um, But I'm also for those women who are unable to work with me in the live setting. I've actually recorded the master class so the master class will be available starting next year year round Mm -hmm. um, unless you want to work with me in that live class setting ain't nothing like being with me live because we have a good time but
0: so you take one on one clients no no no
1: this is the class is a small class of of, yeah I have a small group and then I have the master class that's going to be recorded one on one I've done that for a little bit but that's very taxing I bet that's very taxing they call
0: you at every argument right
1: it's very taxing. And I had to ask myself what a success look like for me as the wife coach. Um, family is everything. Like I said, my marriage is my business. So y'all better make sure my marriage is going to be taken care of first yeah. before I go help somebody else's. Sure. So I make sure that that time, freedom is, is there. And so, yeah, it, it just, during that six weeks, I'm all the way on. Mm-hmm. But then I take me a little break and get ready for the next
0: quarter. Mm. <laughs> What about them little young wives? The little, oh 19s, my goodness. They the so little cute. 20's whole
1: little tank, tank. They don't know what they get themselves into. <laughs> whole little tank, tank. I mean, again, it goes back to that mindset. Yeah. A lot of them are young, um, getting into marriage with this fantasy, yeah. and they're like, "Well, LB, even though I'm older, you know, I'm forty-one. Are you really? You ain't know that brother? Okay, forty-one. And so I've been married, of course, eleven years, so I can use my experience to yeah. help them. But I'm still, I feel I'm young and and hip.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, look when you say it like that, hip. You gotta say hip. You know,
1: but no. So I feel like I can relate to them. You're
0: younger than me, though. Honestly, I'm Uh, 35. No, I'm your big
1: sister. (laughs) But um, a lot of them do reach out uh, and they say that they're following my post Mm. So it's a lot of things I post on Instagram that women can relate to. I'm like, I'm just speaking my truth, Mm -hmm. and you can relate to it. Oh, that's your pain point. Let me show you how to work through this at 20. I I couldn't have gotten married at 20, Mm -hmm. 22, 23, 24. I didn't know who I was. So we would have been divorced in six months because I was still trying to figure out, who am I, what am I wow. gonna do with this life? Right. Why am I here? Why I go to school and get all this debt? You know, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> good, good. Well, um, I, I I learned a lot. <laughs> and here's the thing, like when you say some stuff, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna get Dre to watch mm-hmm. this. But it, it, outside of that, you, teaching me things that a wife needs to do
1: yeah.
0: helps me as a husband understand that it's not, I guess, if if a woman has certain expectations, yeah. maybe the husband coach comes and says, well, we need to at least identify what those expectations are mm-hmm. and try to meet them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if both of you are trying, then you have bliss. I don't, know, I don't know if bliss exists. Bliss? bliss? Does bliss exist?
1: To me, it's like Marital fantasy. Bliss. bliss? is a we, we strong We say word. it. We what say it. What does bliss mean? Satisfaction. I, wanna... I, I think, you know, contentment, um, fulfillment, meaningful. Like, you want a meaningful marriage. I want to look up
0: the word bliss I, I think that's fantasy. Because
1: it's just like probably overly excitement. You know, sometimes during my anniversary, I would say there was bliss. Cause we was yes. on our best behavior, baby. You know, we were having a really good time, and it just felt—you felt euphoric. You know, you felt like, oh, this is when yeah. we first met. But then, you know, I ain't got that feeling right now.
0: Bliss is you know. perfect happiness. Yeah. Great joy, perfect happiness. And
1: who's who has a perfect relationship? Whose happiness is perfect?
0: Yeah. There's no perfect happiness. Oh. I think you have to make. You have to identify what happiness is for you. Exactly. right, And then get as close to that as possible. That's it. And it's a continued journey, right?
1: It's a continued journey. You will never arrive. It will Mm. constantly evolve and you're evolving with it. Hopefully. Mm. Hopefully.
0: Wow. Did your husband think you're an amazing wife?
1: I would say so. Yes.
0: (laughs) I would. (laughs) And your husband's dope Oh, you're about to say,
1: come on now, Dave. You saw him. You saw us in action. Yeah. We're a pretty cool couple.
0: He's dope too. Thank you he literally coached me at, at Coriel's um, event mm-hmm. he was coaching he was coaching coaching <laughs> and I'm like yo you are the husband coach yeah, bro you would like, never
1: know though cause he's so low key like he's in the background and
0: we was in a corner yes. like on, yes. on the low under the music yes. like he's talking I'm, and I'm listening to <laughs> I'm listening intently and he yeah. is really he's blowing my mind and like you to study oh that's the I think I asked you that question what, what how do you prepare like what is your regimen yeah. do you read a lot of books do yeah. you watch a lot do you study this
1: stuff constantly constantly always wanting to know what's going like the trend especially with this pandemic mm-hmm. alright what's going on with relationships now because you know everybody was at the the lawyer office whenever they could get out the house because divorces went up like
0: 33% no
1: yeah because people are staying home with spouses they don't know when you think about your day to day you gone how many hours a day? A lot. And then you spend it all your time with that person? You don't even know what they like, what they don't like. Because they probably got husbands at, at work. You know, you got your husband at work, work. You husband. got your wife at work. You know, so now you're home with this person. It's like, I don't really know you. We don't not talk to each other. Mm. We're spending all this quality time, but we got some real issues. That pandemic uncovered a lot of issues, which gave me a lot to research. Like, why are women... Calling it quits Why mm. are women At their wits end And it's more than Just the marriage The children are home now You know yeah Virtual learning It was so much going on Yeah it, Not just being home It was so much going on At one time And so yeah I study that I have to I have to stay abreast of what's going on In this whole relationship realm And what, what my women Are constantly saying Which seems to be The same thing mm. That's why I'm like How long I've been doing this And I keep hearing The same thing So yeah. why, where can we start Teaching this sooner mindset.
0: Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. Obie I really appreciate you appreciate coming you, through. Brother. Um, again, I've, 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 learned so much and I'm going to do a quick commercial. Yeah, I need you to end us off with some bars. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to do my commercial. Give a second. So think about it. Listen, y'all. Um, this episode is sponsored as always by the morning meetup, the morning meetup. Did you know that there is a group of entrepreneurs that gather every single morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every single morning, Monday through Friday, that learn, grow together. We talk about business. We talk about expectations. We talk about finances. Every month we have a specific theme. And there's literally over 200, 300 people that join every single morning. If you are an entrepreneur, you have an idea, you need to try us out. You need a community, a network of people who are winning Together, You need a group of people that you can grow together. You know, get to bounce your ideas, uh, bounce experiences off of, off of each other, okay? Yeah. And uh, I am the host of that call every single morning. Yes, I'm on there every single morning. And we got my dope friends on there every single morning multi-millionaires, we got a billionaire that came on. Um, all of my dope friends, they're teaching entrepreneurship, so go to themorningmeetup.com. I'm gonna do something special for you. You can join for just one dollar for the next seven days. If you wanted to try us out, join for a dollar. If you love our community, just stay and grow, and we're gonna build your business, okay? If you don't like our community in this first seven days, just leave, no commitment, no contract. Make sure you join themorningmeetup.com. Okay, LB. Yeah. I want to say thank you, okay? Um, I want to ask you, too, one more question. I like to make predictions on the podcast, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself, your business, your relationship, whatever, in the next five to ten years so that I can watch this five to ten years from today? And I can say, oh, LB said she was gonna be doing international retreats five mm. years ago. So yes. where do you see yourself five to years?
1: Well, in five to ten years, I see the master class, mm-hmm. Teach Me How to Be a Wife, being licensed. I'm seeing License. it being Yes, licensed. Are you familiar with Dave Ramsey? Yes. I'm following that model. Stay tuned. Let's go. Just stay tuned. Let's go. I'm gonna use that education degree. I love it. <laughs> so that's what I definitely see. Um and of course, me traveling, speaking, hosting workshops, just really getting wives to where they need to be in their relationships so that we can make this place called life a happier place.
0: Mm, yeah. TV show? I see you on TV show. Do you? I see you, too. I definitely see a TV. Like the Aizana, Ayana, Alizana. I- yeah. Fix Molly. Yeah. yeah. Like that, but, but LB. way better. Yeah. I'll be fixing my marriage. That. I like it. I like it. Let's you do might as well it. go get that domain, lbfixmymarriage.com. I, I, it's mine.
1: Thank you.
0: There it is. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh leave us off uh with some gems, man. Um, you know, talk to that wife out there that she love that man.
1: Yeah.
0: But it ain't working. She don't want to let it go. She got kids.
1: Mmm. Why I gotta talk to her? Like you made it so depressing.
0: I don't know. I'm because just she needs she, 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 she's she's still here listening, like yo. LB is talking to me. Okay, let well, me... Yeah. Go on. Well, her and...
1: You want me to talk directly to her? Or you want talk me to... directly to okay. her. Okay. So, her. for that woman who knows that she is married to the right man, who might be finding herself in this season of things not working out, I need you to ask yourself one question and one question only who have I been showing up as? Mm. Am I showing up as that married woman or am I showing up as that wife? And guess what? There is a difference. So you can make the choice and make the change to see and be the change you want to see in your relationship. So I encourage you to ask yourself that question. Have you been nagging? Have you been um, communicating the best way? Have you been showing him a lot of attitude? Have you been vindictive? All of those characteristics of the married woman, you want to make a change and be the wife. And I'm the one that's going to help you do that.
0: Mm, tell people how to find you LB
1: you can find me on Instagram at the wife coach and make sure you click that link in the bio grab that ebook that's called seven signs you're a married woman not a wife
0: mm, there it is can't close it out no better than that LB thank you so much thank make you, sure you brother. go follow LB jump in her DM to And let her know you appreciate this interview, okay? Let her know you really, really helped if she helped, okay? So thank you so much for coming. And I need everybody out there to go get some social proof. Go build something. Go build a successful marriage and teach other people how to do it, okay? We are out of here. Love y'all. Peace.